0: what is up guys and welcome to another edition of mark marauders be in the market one trade at a time do you mark marauders investment channel helps you find the best deals in the market all right so we're giving you some of the stock news for today so let's jump into it just going to do a recap uh for this week uh it's going to be a short trading week this week uh we got christmas coming up uh it's going to be tomorrow actually uh so hope everybody has a happy holidays, able to spend time with your family. Uh but let's get into this recap of some moves going on this week. So first we have Apple which ended the week at 131.97. After hours went up 3 cents to end at 132 even. They are bullish um so that's pretty good uh, for them overall. Uh so like to see them bullish. They did touch 134 uh, 41 on the news. Uh that I'm about to go over, so that's a pretty good metric for them, seeing how they didn't drop that far from the 134-41 metric to end at 132. So the news that came uh, down the pipeline was that they said that they were going to be building a car. So Apple targets car production by 2024, uh, and eyes next level battery technology. Uh, so Apple is moving forward on uh, a self-driving car technology, And it's targeting 2024 to produce a passenger vehicle that could include its own breakthrough battery technology, uh, which they told, uh, this news organization. So the iPhone makers, uh, automotive effort known as project Titan, uh, have proceeded, uh, unevenly since 2014, uh, with its first started to design its own vehicle from scratch. Uh, So, in my opinion, I think this is, you know, a really big move uh, for the company as a whole, uh, especially considering the fact, um, you know, that the EV space in general is growing. Uh, So the EV space to me is is pretty red hot, especially with a company like Apple saying they're going to jump into the EV space. Now, Apple, by all means, doesn't need to jump into the EV space, in my opinion. Uh, They can just, you know, stay in the current uh, ecosystem that they're in. But I think the fact that they're saying they're trying to jump into the EV space kind of solidifies um, the EV space as a long-term place uh, to park your money, in my opinion. Uh, So other companies that were affected by this news, one of the companies uh, is a new company uh, that deals on, uh, Long lasting batteries called Quantum Scape. So their ticker sign is QS. And they ended the week at 114.77. After hours went up 18 more since then at 114.95. So they did touch 132.73 this week. Uh, but overall, still bullish for the company as a whole. Now they have a large backing by the name of like Bill Gates and some other, you know, real. <clears throat> powerful investors uh and powerful names behind the company. Uh what makes them, you know, so revolutionary in my opinion. Uh it says they had results that came out on the 8th of December. And it says Quorumscape's newly released um results based on testing of single layer battery cells uh show it's solid state separators are capable of working at very high rates of power enabling 15-minute charge to 80% capacity faster than uh, either conventional battery or alternative solid-state approaches uh, are capable of delivering. So <clears throat> 15 minutes to get 80% capacity um, is huge, especially in the EV world, uh, but for batteries in general. Now, I know uh, battery technology is one of the things that you know companies like Tesla has been focusing on. Uh, they had their battery day which was all about, uh, you know, going into new forms of batteries. They introduced their lithium batteries, how they're going to build them, uh, which was a pretty big deal for them. Uh, But for this company, QuantumScape, to come out and, you know, have this sort of data, even though it's still in the experimental uh, phase of the data, is pretty huge news. And then after that, having a company like Apple saying they're jumping into the EV car space, um, I think companies like this, you know, with, QuantumScape being backed by Bill Gates, and then you have Apple itself, who's ran by Tim Cook. You know, these are all big names uh, that, you know, could potentially have uh, partnerships as well as Tesla. Now, Tesla uh, is just new to the S&P 500, um, but, you know, overall, they are the ruler, in my opinion, of EV cars. So, their technology, to me, is the top, uh, you know, tier, and their battery technology um, is top tier in my opinion. So it's kind of like these companies have to keep up uh, with Tesla. But, you know, it seems like from the talks that uh, Tim Cook was saying that they don't mind reaching out to different companies to ask for help. Now, whether that's Tesla or not, or this QuantumScape company, uh, who knows? I do know Apple is not afraid to reach out to different companies uh, when it comes to help uh, them to propel uh, their agenda. So... You know, they, you know, had bows and Beats uh, for a while, Intel, uh, which were chips that they were using uh, for their computers uh, and, you know, using their processors. But, you know, it's not uncommon for Apple to partner with different companies until they seem to learn the technology and then they kind of do it on their own. So you may see a similar path uh, business wise for them. Uh, So it's definitely interesting uh, for the market as a whole in my opinion uh but tesla ended the week at six sixty one seventy seven. after hours went down a dollar 82 to end at 659.95 uh so overall in my opinion uh very uh you know <laughs> or ended bullish uh to end the first week on the SP 500 so they went down uh you know a little bit they started off at this 650 or 661.20 uh, level, then went down and then kind of went back up uh, to end at the 659.95 level. So overall, uh, just kind of a dip down, and they rallied back up to end the week. Now, it is a short trading week because Christmas is tomorrow, so just bear that in mind. Uh, if you're, you know, looking into trading, you'll have to look at these plays for next week. So jumping into vaccine news, uh, first we have Pfizer, uh, ticker PFE, um, they ended the week at 37.23, well, uh, 3727, and then after hours went to 37.23, so only down 4 cents uh, from where they ended. Uh, some news that came this week from them uh, is that Pfizer and Biotech ready to immediately ship initial doses of, uh, to the 27 uh, European Union member states. Uh, Pfizer and Biotech uh, previously announced an agreement with the European Commission to supply 200 million vaccines, uh, doses. To the EU member states, uh, the EU also has an option to purchase an additional 100 million doses in 2021. Uh, The vaccine has now been granted uh, conditional marketing authorization uh, and emergency use authorization or temporary authorization uh, in more than 40 countries worldwide, including all 27 EU member states. So this came out Monday the 21st. Another article that came out Monday as well uh, was the European Commission decision uh, on conditional marketing authorization expected um, and then positive CHMP or Committee uh, for Medical Products uh, for Human Use. Uh, opinions follow several emergency use authorizations worldwide uh, and the committee reviewed a total of scientific evidence including phase three efficacy and safety data. Uh, so they're basically saying that they reviewed the data of the stuff that's going on uh, and that the European Union is giving it the A-OK. So I want to go into uh, the newest article <clears throat> from them uh, where it says the U.S. government orders 100 million additional doses of the Pfizer and BioNTech vaccine, bringing their total to 200 million. All 200 million doses expect to be delivered by July 31st of 2021, allowing for 100 million people uh, in the U.S. to be vaccinated. So they're continuing their rollout of these vaccines overall. Uh, So it seems like, you know, they're streamlining, streamlining that process. Uh, Next, we have Moderna, which is the other vaccine uh, or the other, you know, main one that's in the pipeline. Uh, So they ended the week at 123.39 after hours went down 51 cents to end at 122.88. So overall ended bearish, in my opinion. Uh, But, you know, they definitely have potential to go back up, Uh, even though I think people are kind of like, you know, off of the hype of vaccines since you know, those two are basically passed. That being said, um, they got authorization under Health Canada's uh, intermittent order uh, and Canada government has secured 40 million doses. So Canada's getting 40 million doses of the Moderna vaccine. One interesting thing I'd like to point out on here is that this is only approved for people who are 18 years of age and older under their uh, order. So, if you look at the Pfizer one, it's 16 years or older. But for this uh, Moderna one, uh, the you're the Canadian government only app- approved that it will be 18 years or older. So, you know that's one uh, you know caveat that I've seen that was a lot different from the other ones. Especially you know considering the Pfizer one is 16 years or older, uh, this one is 18 years or older. So, going into Square, Square had some news that came out uh, that I thought was pretty interesting. Uh, they did touch 243 38 this week, uh, but ended at $228.28. After ours went down 18 more cents to end at $228.10. Uh, so one of the articles that came through from Business Insider, it says, Jack Dorsey Square has reportedly expressed interest to buy Jay-Z's music streaming platform, Tidal. Uh, so... Jay-Z bought Tidal in 2015 for $56 million and proceeds uh, to debut exclusive release uh, on the platform like Beyoncé's Lemonade uh, album in 2016. However, Tidal struggled to keep up with players like Spotify. Uh, The report came after Dorsey, uh, who's the CEO of Square, and Jay-Z vacationed together uh, twice this year in the Hamptons, um, and Square has held talks uh, to buy Jay-Z's music streaming platform, and this was by uh, Bloomberg's report. I think it's very interesting, Uh, you know, hopefully, you know, something else will come about this, maybe there'll be more news about this, uh, possible confirmation that this is actually happening, but I do know, you know, uh, Spotify definitely has taken off a lot more uh, than Tidal has. Not to say Tidal's not a good, uh, you know, streaming service. Um, you know, very excited. That'll be a, a very lucrative deal uh, for Jay-Z. I know he'll make, you know, quite a bit of money from that. Uh, he's a very good business person. Um, has a keen eye for seeing, uh, you know, different value propositions in business as well as, you know, being an entertainer. Um, and Jack Dorsey, you know, uh, has a lot of companies, that he basically you know is leading and doing a pretty good job in my opinion as well so I think it's just an interesting deal overall I to see some more updates from that Um, and I think you know if that's the case it could help Square in my opinion uh, move forward now in my opinion Square kind of went down a little bit uh, when PayPal introduced uh, that they were given the capability to buy and sell crypto Uh, that to me kind of Made Square go down a little bit, but Square, you know, is trying to bounce back, um, and I think with having a, sh- a music streaming service, that will be, uh, you know, the fuel to the fire to help them uh, to rally back up at least stock wise. Next, we have Turkistan I N O uh, for Inovio. They hit eleven dollars and three cents today. Uh, they ended at ten dollars and twenty six cents, but then after hours went up sixty more cents to end at ten dollars and forty two cents. And they recently, today, this article came out, they announced uh, the publication of their phase one data uh, from their DNA candidate, I N O 4800. Um, so this is basically the um, vaccine that they're trying to uh, release. And I think it has a promise, in my opinion. Now, it still has to go through phase two, phase three, um, and all the other different stuff. But one of the things that I want to... Uh, point out to this is that it says peer-reviewed Phase 1 data shows INO4800 uh, to be immunogenic in 100% of subjects, including neutralizing antibodies and or T-cell response, which to me is is really good information. Uh, INO4800 demonstrates favorable safety and tolerability uh, with no serious adverse events reported. Uh, it offers best-in-class uh, thermal stability, uh, including a five-year projected shelf life at normal refrigeration temperatures, and no frozen transport or storage requirements. Uh, So to me, this is actually an advantage over the Pfizer one, in my opinion, because you don't have to worry about, you know, having it at extremely cold temperatures, and it has a five-year shelf life. So all you have to really worry about is distribution, which I think a lot of places have capabilities to do so under regular conditions. So, um, you know, by all means, we're not gonna, you know, have it in extremely hot temperatures, but, you know, having it where it doesn't have to have, you know, extreme, uh, extremely cold temperatures or be frozen during transport to me kind of alleviates some of the stress uh, from shipping and can help this to be shipped a lot easier um, and a lot more efficient than the Pfizer one can. So that's just one advantage uh, that I see over. Um, the Pfizer one. Now this one definitely has to go through uh, the paces, which is basically uh, going through uh, FDA approval as well as uh, filing the NDA phase two and phase three um, and all the other stuff. But, you know, if it gets approved, I could definitely see the stock, you know, potentially going back up after that. Lastly, I want to talk about uh, American Company. Now they ended the week at $80.14. Uh, overall bullish, uh, in my opinion on them. Uh, and they released uh, some data today that said they announced uh, supply agreement with the U.S. government for initial doses of their investigational biological uh, therapy for the treatment of patients with severe and uh, critical uh, pandemic symptoms or COVID symptoms. So um, they said under the agreement, Merrick will receive up to approximately 356000 I mean, $356 million uh, for manufacturing and supply of approximately 60,000 to 100,000 doses of MK-7110 uh, to the U.S. government through June 30th of 2021 to meet the government's operational warp speed goals. Uh, This approach is intended to expedite delivery of MK-7110 to American people as quick as possible following the potential EUA or FDA approval. America is also investigating... uh, to expand its manufacturing capabilities or capacity uh, to increase supply of its MK 7110. Uh, so if it gets approved, they basically are saying they have 60,000 to 100,000 doses uh, that they're gonna be able to deliver, and then they're gonna have this $356 million to help expand uh, their supply chain and their, basically their payment for their, uh, their vaccine that they have. Now this is to treat the symptoms Um, so this to me is kind of like a therapeutic, uh, so it's the treatment of patients with severe to critical, um, uh, symptoms. So, you know, I don't think it's the, uh, it's a little bit different in my opinion than the vaccine itself. I think the vaccine is to help prevent the spread, um, as well as to neutralize, um, it's the virus itself. But I think overall, uh, this is just one tool in the tool belt to help, uh, you know, combat the pandemic as a whole, and I think it's a positive move forward uh, for you know the world. I guess in this case, uh, so that's just my review of all the stock news. Um, make sure you go check out the Patreon page, uh, and if you want to join the community of investors, uh, this is the page to do so. Uh, do daily watch list, so make sure you check that out if you're interested in learning more about investing. Also, if you want to learn how to build dividends, I have a link down below uh, in the description as well. Uh, talking about how to build dividends. Um, so make sure you check that out. And also, if you'd like to join uh, Webull, I have a link down below uh, for that as well. Um, so good luck to everybody out there trading. Hope everybody has a good holiday season. Hope everybody's able to spend some good quality time with your families. Uh, and I'll see you guys next time. Peace.